What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Make this summer the best one yet. Invest in a Simply Safe home security system. I have one. I love it. It's a great way to protect your home when you're not there. Um, you need one, especially during the summer. You know what burglars know? People go away during the summer. That's what happens. So when you're away, you want to make sure your place is protected. You want to make sure that you potentially have little camera things you can watch on your phone to see what what's happening at your house, at your front door, inside. You deserve some peace of mind. Get it today with Simply Safe. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/bs. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook as well as the Ringer Podcast Network. I hope you're listening to our new Prestige TV podcast. Last week we did a Sopranos Hall of Fame episode. Me, Van, Big Waz, we broke down the famous Tony Bobby fight episode, which was awesome. I really enjoyed doing the Hall of Fame episode. And I think I want to do a couple more in that feed. On Monday, Amanda Dobbins and I are breaking down episode two of The Morning Show, which has become one of the most compellingly, confusingly entertaining shows, I think, in the last five years. So we're going to be covering a lot of TV on that feed over the next couple of weeks. Ted Lasso, scenes from a marriage, succession, billions, billions we'll be doing this week, and a whole bunch more. Check it out. The Prestige TV podcast. You can find that on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. It's a really good one. Uh, coming up, the Cuz and I are going to be talking about week three NFL. I'm in a surprisingly good mood considering the Red Sox got swept, the Patriots were embarrassed, and Tom Brady's coming to town. Why am I so happy? Oh, it was my birthday. I made it to another birthday. My dad came to town. That was fun. But uh, but yeah, I, I shouldn't be in this good of a mood considering I hate the Yankees so much. But uh We'll see how it goes. We'll see if the Red Sox can rally. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Oh, and America won in the Ryder Cup. That was great. We're going to talk about it all next with Sal. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, taping this a little after 8.30 on Sunday night. Cousin Sal is here, as always. We just watched Packers, Niners. Sal, all I did, it was my birthday this weekend. Yes, all I did, happy birthday. 
Thanks. All I did for three straight days was watch television, and it was glorious. The Ryder Cup, one of my favorite sporting events, had that. Red Sox-Yankees um, was a predictable disaster. It was like a mini massacre. And then yeah. football all day today, and it was just it was just great. I didn't really move. I probably put on a couple of pounds. I'm feeling great, so. I was going to say glorious, glorious. You consider Brady being exposed as a fraud, and finally, after all these years, I'm glad it came out. That's glorious. Your, your Patriots... Uh, yeah, are a horrific team. I don't, you had them go in the Super Bowl. That is glorious. The the Red Sox getting swept by the Yankees. What's glorious about this? This is none a terrible of, day. You should not be excited for this podcast. None of that was glorious. In fact, I tweeted. I I wanted. I was worried about Brown and Tatum by like 11 p.m. tonight. That we should just like put them in <laughs> some sort of protective room until we get out of this weekend. No, what was glorious was my dad was in town. All right. I just sometimes it's fun to just have those weekends where you don't really do anything and you just watch sports nonstop. The Ryder Cup I thought was incredible. I really enjoyed it. We kicked their ass. I know. Like we destroyed them. Did you win money in the Ryder Cup? I don't want to no? talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I bet the Europeans and nothing feels worse than when you're, <laughs> you're, you're you do the anti-patriotic thing. And I don't mean betting against the Patriots because that would have been good. But I'm an anti-patriot, and uh, all I see is high fives by all the Americans, and uh, I'm an idiot. I feel bad. Did you make money off of that? I stayed away from the Ryder Cup because yeah. I enjoy it so much. House loved Europe. Yeah. And that made me want to bet on America. I don't <laughs> know what everybody loved uh, about Europe so much, but it was it was great. It's just such a great event. I love the pairs. I felt like Bryson DeChambeau has been like reinvented. You know, he was he was in his own uh, personal doghouse. I think, you know, people are being mean to him on the course. They, you know, Brooks kept his name at him. And you could yeah. see he was like really in his own head. And by like Saturday, he was a new guy. He was like Stallone at the end of Rocky Fours, running around. <laughs> he's draped in the flag. It was great. I know. We, I mean, we brought up this rivalry. We don't want to talk about golf too much. But uh, one of those guys should have to move to Europe or should have to claim to be European. Brooks or uh, Kepko or Deschambeau. It's the only rivalry in golf, which golf needs. And yeah. uh, they can't be paired together or on the same team from the same country or any of those things. Well, they he missed a, such an easy chance to yeah. just put them together on Saturday morning. I know. And he just wouldn't do it because the Shambo is like the best possible right. partner guy because he's a feast or famine every shot. I loved it. I loved the course. I loved how hard it was. I loved the sand traps and people in the water. You got Irish guys <laughs> falling down hills trying to hit shots for Shane Lowry. <laughs> I love With it. I mean, it was all, great. all distracts from your Patriots, which is, is the, the lead story. But God, we could talk Packers. No, you want to talk well, Packers no let's, let's do Packers Niners first because okay. it was a, yet another good Sunday night game. Rodgers um, kind of pulled. It looked like he was going to fall apart there at the end. They cut to him. My wife was just randomly watching. Was like, "Why is he so sad? What's going on yeah, with him? Yeah, like, yeah. is he becoming the guy from that State Farm commercial?" I'm like, "I don't know. He's probably going to end up winning this game." And then he ends up going down, takes him down. They leave the middle of the field open for him with 10 seconds left. So he could do the classic, you know, 15 yarder, run up to the line, spike it. It's crazy how defenses screw that up over and over again. If you're the Niners, you're like, wow, how do we how do we lose that game? We needed that one. Well, how about this? How about the offense is screwing that up? I think it's all on the quarterback. You know, we were talking about with Hench and Drew Steck, whatever's that he, he breaks a tackle, the score. It's like, oh my God, there's 37 seconds left. Why didn't he go down at the one? You're leaving uh Rogers too much time. I think it starts way before that. Teams are like really rushing to the line with a minute 20 left from the 25 yard line. Like, I don't mm. care if you have zero or three timeouts. If you're at the 25 yard line, it's your game. With a minute 20 left, you have seven plays. You have as many plays as you want. You have 10 plays if you want. 
why are you rushing? Why, why do you have to get it going there? I even, I even thought they should let Kittle score on that, that, that long uh, catch with like, you know, 220 left or whatever it was, or a little less than two minutes left. So teams continue to screw that up. I didn't love Jimmy G's game. Every drive was either a great pass or something like a, a horrific pass that should have been picked or something he thought wasn't a pass that was a fumble. He should have mm. gotten called once for um for grounding and he didn't. And then that fumble that he thought, how did he think that was an incomplete pass? That had been nonsense. But I think the right team won tonight. Yeah, I agree with that. He, we saw it in the Chargers game too, the thing you were talking about, about scoring too fast. Where yeah. They scored the touchdown. Who was doing that game? Romo? And Romo's like, yeah, oh Romo no. Like, he, yeah. he audibly gasped. He's like, wow, they just gave Mahomes a lot of time when they could have just basically three nails. I guess they just didn't trust their kicker. Yeah. Even like 1%. I don't know. They didn't really trust them, them, but they went for the field goal with the minute 40 left, whatever it was, right? Like, I was like, oh, yeah. man, you got to go for a touchdown here. Mahomes is coming right down. They proved me wrong. I don't know if that Staley's a genius or what, but it looked like there was some questionable. They got, I mean, they got a break with the pass interference on third and nine, but. Yeah, that was uh, bad. Yeah. but we'll, and, uh, and not a great replay there. With the Packers-Diners game, we mentioned in the podcast last week how much we kind of liked the Niners, how malleable they were, that they could kind of steal games in different ways. And we're watching the second half today as they were roaring back. And I was thinking like, wow, they're going to win this game. And Sal and I are going to talk about like, this is like the weird, resilient, they can win ugly game after game after game. They can figure it out. And then they lose. And now the narrative is completely different where it's like this weird quarterback thing is now hanging over them where Lance comes in they they clearly have like seven plays that he's learned, but athletically there's things that he brings to the table. You could see it from the Packers, you know, Jimmy G good, not great. Like he missed the Super Bowl throw, the deep pass in the first half. Um, as you said, looks great for three plays. Then there's the fourth play where you're like, what just happened there? Was he disoriented? And I guess like the, the, the big question with this team is when did they pull the trigger? And then you watch what happened to the rookie quarterbacks today. And it's like, should they pull the trigger at all? Maybe you'd wait a year. It's like, we're going to go through how bad the rookie QBs were today. But man, after you see that collection of, uh, of terribleness, maybe they're doing the right thing, kind of easing Lance in. And it's weird because these coaches can't say, hey, we'll put him in when he's ready. But that's what they want to say, right? Like, th then, then you sh it, it looks like you don't have any confidence in the guy you just drafted. But that is the truth. Like, Justin feels like, hey, calm down. We'll put him in when he's ready. Just because he's running gadget plays and same with Trey Lance, like, it doesn't mean they're able to read progressions. Like, we practice with these guys. You don't see the practice. I know you're seeing Jimmy G falling short here. Yep. You're seeing Andy Dalton and everything. But and in that regard, I think you do have to trust the coach and trust the uh, organization. Yeah, I think you throw this one away for the Niners because you had such a weird running back situation. Mm -hmm. As anyone who has any of these guys in any fantasy league knows where it's like, I've, who's the guy from the Bengals? I picked him up in two leagues. I think I waved him in one. The guy that they picked up this week. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacques, uh, Jacques somebody. I'm like, yeah, all right. right. Hey, maybe he'll be the Niners running back and rush for 1,200 yeah, I, I yards this year. I don't want any Jacques anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this guy's name's Jacques. He'll look good on my team. And then by Sunday, it's like, no, no, Trey Sermon's out of concussion protocol. And then you watch Trey Sermon and, right. you know, there's probably 60 running backs who look better than him today. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm sure the Niners are just thinking like, can we somehow stay healthy until December for the Packers? You know, that would have been, I think a worse loss than it was a good win, even though they get the game winning field. That would have been an awful loss to be up. It seemed like the game was in control. Then Adams yeah, really got bad. beheaded. Adams got knocked out. It seemed like and then he was fine. And it's like, no, no, 
No, he's good. He's out of concussion protocol. It's like, <laughs> he looked like he was out. What are we talking about? He didn't and have they, a concussion? They went to the rules expert. I'm not sure which one it was, but then he's like, no, no, these referees are all out of position now because of this new situation, the way they're situated on the field. So, okay, which is it? Is safety a concern? Or, or is it not? Because that's uh, that's the play you need to watch, right? Right. With the converging uh, free safety going helmet to helmet. How they miss that is is crazy. And not only that, like they, they can't even be like, okay, we owe them one play. Then you get the ticky tack roughing the passer against the Packers. Like three plays later, it's like, oh man, they let this fall. Don't don't have me root for Aaron Rodgers when I don't need to. This is silly. I know. You know what's weird? I have no dog in this race. I don't. Yeah. I'm an AFC guy. Hmm. I've always kind of liked Rodgers. I've always thought he was interesting. And after all the drama this year, I was, I didn't have a bet on the game. I didn't really care who won. I had already done my bets. I was like really rooting against Green Bay. It was just fun to root against Rodgers now. And I have no reason for it at all. I can't explain it. Well, it's weird too. I know I was rooting for him only because I thought they were getting gypped by the refs and everything. But we do have our West bet, which is winning right now. If the season ended right now, and by the way, I think it should. I think we've seen enough. No, if it's season ended right now, there'd be six West teams in the playoffs, three from the AFC and three from the NFC. And we'd win 15 to one odds at FanDuel, but FanDuel created, we could, we could cash out now, I think, right? If they want to settle with us. Well, you left the best part out. What None of those six teams is the Chiefs. Yeah, that's right. You're right. They'll probably make a comeback somewhere along the line. Last yeah, place. If, you, if you're adding up wins in the divisions, the, the AFC West already has nine. Mm-hmm. So does the NFC West. Nobody else is close to that. I mean, the NFC North has four. Your crappy division has three, but you oh. got a game tomorrow. Um, the AFC uh, East has four. Yeah, we sure your division isn't crappy? I don't know. Everyone who doubted that the Bills were going to run away with this, like, they'll, won't they win this? Uh, it's very premature, but they look like they're going to win this thing by three games. The Bills were the one team today that did exactly what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Because we had... Today was, this was a teaser weekend and we'll talk about some of the fun stuff that happened with that, but it was a teaser weekend and you're always like, all right, which team is going to fuck with us here? Is it going to be the Ravens seven and a half against Detroit? Is it going to be the cards in the seemingly easy Jags game against this team that already has a coach that might be going to USC for all we know? Or is it the Bills home against Washington looking a little frisky? Washington, the Sharps were kind of coming at Washington during the week a little bit. And the Bills were the one that were like, we got this. We're good. We're going to put up a lot of points. Don't forget that we're explosive. We buried dirt on Josh Allen after two games because he was a little inaccurate. He was fine today. So now we've seen close to 50 games, right? Like 47. I guess it'll be 48 after tomorrow. Which is the anomaly? Which sticks out in your mind? For me, it's Buffalo-Pittsburgh. Like, like I can't believe Pittsburgh stay with them. I think Buffalo is going to start trucking teams. And uh, that's what we're going to see the rest of the way. You could say New Orleans, Green Bay. I, I don't mind New Orleans winning that game. They shouldn't have won by that many. Like that, that to me is like, whoa, that that's ridiculous that that happened. But that's my weird game, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. I think they're going in different directions for sure. Yeah, that week one where the team has the whole summer to prepare and come up with a specific wrinkle against a team that they know they're going to see maybe later in the year. Yeah, they they did some weird defensive stuff. Mm-hmm. Stayed in that zone. Uh, just for, I don't know, Buffalo just wasn't ready for it. And then you think how bad they've been the last two weeks and they were even bad in that game and we saw it, but they were able to put together some points. They got a block punt. But if that block punt doesn't happen in that game, Buffalo probably wins that game for what we've seen the next two weeks, right? Right. That was the play. So yeah, I 
I think that was a weird one. I I gotta say, I think Chiefs Ravens is gonna end up being a super weird one. With, really, with the Chiefs up eleven with the ball at midfield. From what we saw from that crap Ravens performance today, yeah, where they're dying to give it away against Jared Goff and Detroit, I, I, that was embarrassing. And they, none of their skills guys could make a play except Andrews. Um, they Lamar, had a lot of they had a lot of defensive guys out. Then by I Thursday, they said like eight guys. No, but you're right. Lamar threw a terrible pass, and Lamar they, was bad today. Yeah, they relied on a lot of luck. Like oh, then they're like, luck. yeah, Lamar's banged up. Oh, why is he banged up? Did he get hurt in the Chiefs game? Yeah, when he did the flip. Right, yeah. He landed wrong. It's like, really? That's how he got hurt? That was a bad idea for so many damn reasons, that stupid flip. Like, you still have Mahomes with the ball with the better part of a minute left. Like, what are you doing? Well, I want to talk about that game in a little bit. Let's go back to your NFC West thing. Because we had the Rams. You have to say they're either the best team in the league or they have to be one of the first two or three teams mentioned. Just admit Um, Brady sucks and he's sucked for a while now. Many years. Just admit it. It's fine. So if they play that game 10 times, what happens? Oh. No, no, I'm, I'm curious. Do you think the Rams were better than Tampa or did that game go really nicely from them from really the first quarter? I like the Rams. So I'm going to stick with uh, pretending like I know what I'm talking about here. And I love them. I thought they'd win 27-21. And Stafford, it took a little time to warm up. But man, were, were you as confident? I was as confident in him as I had been every quarterback in recent memory, like when he dropped back to pass, I really did like, Oh, cup is open and he's going to find him. And that's all I need to know about this game. They're not going to run because this is a top five defensive, uh, 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 run defense here. And like the Rams are like three running backs down. So Stafford's going to throw between 40 and 60 times and they're going to win this game. And they, they did, they really shoved it right down their throat. It was amazing. They really was did. Like, hey, they couldn't really run the ball. After I lived the Sony Michelle experience for three years, it was exactly what you saw today. It was the three yards. It was the second and five run where he only gets three yards and now it's third and two. But, you know, he at least can keep the chains moving a little bit. The Stafford stuff, I think Cup's the best receiver in the league right now. He really is. Um, I had him second himself. two weeks ago, but it just seems like anytime they need a first down, third and 10, third and three, third and 15, the fucking guy's wide open. Well, here's Every what time. helps. I think this is what helps. Deshaun Jackson, who's 53 years old, I is know. still like the fastest guy in the league. Like, I don't know how this happens, but you spread him out wide and Cup and Van Jefferson and Higby and uh, Robert Woods. Like, oh boy, that is a tough squad to, you know, you don't have to really run the ball. You could get away with having 70 yards on the ground. Well, the, the standout things, it's so fucking early. And we know in December, these teams will be different. We know Deshaun Jackson will be on the IR by then and a bunch of stuff like that. No Antonio Brown today. I think re- even removing one of those weapons, remove sure. the calibration a tiny bit. I don't feel like the Bucks can run the ball really at even an average level this year. And I don't know what happened to Fournette. I don't know whether he's just going to be playoff Lenny now. So that that's concerning. And then I was really surprised by how much pressure the Rams got against Brady and the Bucks, even when they had the tight ends in. And it, I mean, Donald, we know he's probably not only the best defensive player in the league, one of the best defensive players of all time, but they were right. they were getting a real push. And I thought the Bucks would get a similar push, but you mentioned Stafford. It, it felt like he had a ton of time for all four quarters. So I, I left it thinking the same way as you. I think if they played 10 times, that first quarter felt stealable for the Bucks as the Rams were feeling each other out and they just couldn't get a good drive going. 
But they felt like if you play that 10 times, I think the Rams win eight. I don't know what's going to happen in December, but right now the Rams are better. I think so. If you play it 10 times and add up the rushing yards, you're right. I think Tampa might get to 100. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they, they do need that help. They do They do need, you know. Uh, I'm not going to say Brady looks old. I don't know who's looking ahead. It seemed like your Patriots were really looking ahead to next week. But uh, I mean, you definitely, <laughs> or, or, or we're bad. You, you should have been rooting for Tom today because he's not probably going to have um, two subpar performances. I mean, this is the first game he ever had 400 yards and lost, right? I think I saw. I that. was rooting for him because I bet on the Bucks. I thought they were going to win. Yeah, I really did. And the one thing I didn't anticipate was the Rams' home crowd mm-hmm. actually having an impact on the it's game. Not bad. Yeah. And it kind of felt like an event. Like they were showing the suites and there's celebs all over the place. It's mm-hmm. been really hard to get tickets. The tickets, the demand for them, and the prices for them are way higher than I ever expected. And I thought the crowd affected the game, especially when the Bucks were on offense. It was at least as good as like, I don't know, a Dallas crowd, right? They had it working for them. And I feel like McVay won the coaching matchup today too. I think that was something. Like you always want to say, oh, it's Brady against Stafford or whatever else and all these other receivers and everything. But McVay like kind of stepped it up and and showed who was boss, at least for this week. Well, what was that play at the end of the first half? Something, I can't remember what went the Rams way, but they cut to McVay and he was like- crazy. He ran on the field and he was like- and. That was when I was like, oh, fuck, should I hedge? Should I do? Should I take the Rams? Like, the Rams are so locked in. And it just seemed like, in general, it was a bigger game for them. I think the Bucs are at a point now where it's like every game they play is kind of like where the Chiefs are. Every game they play is a huge game for the other team. For the Rams, this was like, if we win this game, we're the best team in the NFC. And I think they have the case right now. If you go through, they're one. I think probably Tampa's probably two, right? Sure. Yeah, you could say that. And then it's a drop-off. Again, we don't know. Uh, if we're doing we're just doing power rankings now. Yeah. But Green Bay, Tampa, they could be one too. Uh, you know, Green Bay After they got the, the monkey off the back. Yeah. Uh beating San Francisco. I, I would, we just I beat would them still up have the, for the last two years. I would have the Bucks ahead of Tampa still. But then you go to the AFC and it's like I was gonna ask you this later, but I might as well ask you now. I don't even know who the best AFC team is. Well, we talked all summer about how the AFC is going to be dominant, but I think you're going to get a nine and eight team in the playoffs, right? Like, I, I think you're going to, there now doesn't have to be one from the AFC East. So I won't give up on your Patriots just yet. It could be that. I'm not there's, giving up either. There's definitely not one from the South. You could make a, a case that the AFC South is as bad or not worse than the NFC East. Um, could be three from the West. Like you said, the Chiefs are in last place, but. Uh, and the Steelers are falling apart. I don't think they'll be around. I think Cincinnati will drop off too. So uh, I, I think there's like a nine and eight. So I, I don't know. How, how do you rank the top three? I still have Bills. I'll have Bills one. And I don't want to drop the Chiefs out of that second spot. But uh, what do you do? What do you do with the two, number two? I'm not going to overreact with the Chiefs. I, I still have yeah. them first, even if we've been uh, seen some alarming stuff. They've still been mm-hmm. in these games. They should have beaten the Ravens. They easily could have won the Chargers game today. Yeah, this is the first one that Mahomes kind of blew for them, right? Like, even the yeah. one against the Ravens, he didn't look bad. But he's allowed one of these, and the Chargers coming off a loss. Like, this, you talk about a game that could be played 10 times, and they are going to play again. That that It could be 6-4, 7-3 Chiefs, I think. Well, on Fando, the AFC title odds. Chiefs are the leader still, plus 290. Bills are plus 450. Who do you think is the third team? Uh, they're going to, I think they'll say, um, I'm just going to go by, I'm going to say Ravens. Yeah. So the Ravens are third at six to one. Browns are plus 650. 
Then it gets weird. Titans 11 to 1, Chargers 14 to 1, Denver 15 to 1, the Raiders 3 and 0, 24 to 1, Dolphins 29 to 1, Pats 29 to 1, and then it, it dips off after that. The I have Bra- an interesting one for you. Well, God, you used to, oh, the Browns were. I just thought that I thought the Browns should have been third. I, I, from what I've seen the first three weeks, I think the Browns are a right. safer bet to me than, than the Ravens. I have not been as impressed with the Ravens and they should it's have tough, lost to fucking but, Jared Goff today. Yeah. Let's see who we're playing. I mean, that will, that, you know, I, I don't know what happened to the Bears. Like you could stare at that box score for hours and hours and hours and not figure out what the hell happened. Like why he had six completions, Justin Fields in a the game they were losing the whole time. And, and, uh, and, and obviously they beat the, a bad Houston team. So I don't know what to, to say about the Browns, but look at the AFC West for a second. Yeah. The Chiefs are minus 115. Denver plus 340. Chargers plus 390. Vegas plus 550. I don't know what to do. I want to bet all four of those teams, but I do, I really do think there's value in there somewhere. I can't I mean, figure it out just yet. <laughs> and conceivably, you could see all four in the playoffs. Sure. Yeah. It's not like ridiculous. All right. We're going to take a break and come back. And I want to talk about uh, my hero, Justin Tucker. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. Coming back, um, we were talking about the FanDuel odds for the conference before we went to break, and the Browns are still not favored to win the division. The Ravens are plus 110 and the Browns are plus 120. And you think the Browns, they lost Landry. Um, I don't know. I, I just think at least the Browns know who they are. They can run the ball. Baker's been pretty good. He's been a little frisky. He's at least been able to create a couple plays for them when they need it. And their defense did what it needed to do today. They only gave up six points. Now, granted, they're going against a rookie QB and a coach who seems like he might have had a head injury. <laughs> but um, but it, but they took care of business. I picked the Bears in that game. That was one of our million dollar picks. I thought they could get to. I thought I I thought the Browns were gonna have trouble moving the ball on them. They did. They ended up with twenty two points, but their their defense shut them down. I was alarmed by everything the Bears did in that game. I don't understand. They, I don't know what Fields, they did. What what, what, what the hell they even what did? was that? It's sixty I, yards passing. Well, and you count if you count the sacks against them, they had one yard passing because he went. He had nine sacks he took for minus sixty seven, and he had sixty eight yards passing. So I don't know. Uh, depending on how you work that in, he had they had one yard passing, and they had forty seven total yards if you count the sacks. Like it's insane that it happened like that. And we talked about and time of possession was forty to twenty basically. We, yeah. Then we discussed we discussed a couple of weeks ago like when you look at a screen and you never see the team you want with the ball with the ball. Like somebody oh, yeah. else. We somebody, had that. Yeah, somebody had it. To you. What was it? Yeah, was it like a Superman reference or what, right? What, what was yeah, it? it was, it was, uh, I mailed this to you. It was somebody on Instagram and he had it. He said, I can't find it. It was the, called the Jarrell. And That's I'm sorry, right. I'll get That's your okay. name next time, Instagram guy. But he said, uh, 
Superman was billed as like Marlon Brando was a star in it. And then you went to Superman. This is the 1978 one. Mm -hmm. And Marlon Brando's in like eight minutes. And then the rest of the movie is Christopher Reeve. And if you, you're going, you're like, wait, where's Marlon Brando? You want, where's my Marlon Brando? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I bet you're on saying, Marlon Brando. Where is it? Yeah. Right. I, so the I, Bears, I, the Bears were the Jarrell team this week. They never that, had the ball more than yeah. a second. I got, I'll go the other way with it. And again, I'm dating myself here, but I think the Browns were the um, Steely Dan team. You go to Yacht Rock. And every time you turn it on, it's Steely Dad. So right. the, the Brown, the Cleveland Browns are Hey 19 and the Bears were Jarrell, right? Like, yeah, maybe out of the, what's the modern day Pitbull maybe is on the radio more, much more than he needs I to love be. the Steely Dan. It's either yeah. Steely Dan or Mike McDonald at Yacht Rock yeah. all the time. Hey 19, Cleveland Browns. He, Good job by you. Jesus. So we have Maggie for first coach fired and I'm feeling really good at it after three <laughs> weeks. They have a whole week to prepare. They have a quarterback who, he would go back to pass if the first thing he was supposed to get in the play wasn't open. His instinct, it seemed like, was just to try to run at that point. He didn't even try to go like, who's my second receiver, my third receiver. But yet they didn't have that offense that like Jalen Hurts to a type of get the ball, I have a quick throw, quick ball, quick throw, or design run. It, I don't, it was like they were running the Andy Dalton offense with him. It was, I thought, the weirdest coaching I've seen all year. It was very strange. And yet, if that Packers field goal, Crosby goes wide right, they're tied for first, the Bears are, right? At one <laughs> right. and two. Like, I, so I don't even know what to think about this division. I don't see them winning many games. I feel I feel good about Nagy, uh, first coach fired, especially with the Bengals getting a win this week. So, rookie QBs, Trevor Lawrence, who is bad again, 34 passes, 219 yards, two picks. Mack was 51 for 273 picks. Two weren't his fault. Uh, the... Zach Wilson, 35 attempts for 162 picks. Oh, man. And then Fields was 20 attempts for 68, zero picks. The four of them, their offenses scored 31 points combined. I think the Lawrence thing is the most surprising to me. Yeah. Because their wide receivers are pretty good. He was, everyone's saying, like one of the best college quarterbacks of the last 20 years. And I don't know if this is an Urban Meyer is just putting in six hours a day and he's on, you know, ZipRecruiter looking for college coaching jobs or what's going on. That team looks super sloppy and Lawrence doesn't look nearly as good as I did. You watch way more college than I did. Did you think he was going to look better? I thought he looked better. I mean, he threw, he, he threw a very, a, a tough pass to throw an interception with, Like he, it, it was a flea flicker and he yeah. didn't go all the way downfield. He threw like a 12 yard out, uh, pattern for a flea flicker. And he actually flicked it. He put the flick in flea flick. I don't think he actually had it in his hand and threw it. He's been throwing bad interceptions. And all these guys you mentioned, they're they're playing from behind and not even racking up yards. That's the weird thing, right? And I'll give you yeah. a stat. Our buddy Ben Folks threw this year's rookie quarterbacks are one in ten and one in ten against the spread. And the only win was your boy against Zach Wilson in a game that someone had to win. Like one of the yeah. one of the rookies had to win. So it's way worse than it was last year with Burrow. And Herbert, and even like Tua wasn't great, but he played on a good team last year. We've not seen anything like this in a while. Mac, this is another bad coaching thing. And I broke my rule of not tweeting when I was upset during a Boston sports game. Yeah, you game. went the, after Josh McDaniels. He was so bad today. He, Josh McDaniels has been so bad this season mm. that when you think the combination of how they looked last year, how Brady's looked with the Bucks last mm -hmm. year and then this year, and you start to think like, was Josh McDaniels just like a, a complete Brady creation? Is this guy good at all? Because it's so obvious when you watch the Patriots. I Josh McDaniels knows way more about football than I do. 
Mm. It's so clear with the Patriots, like spread the spread the field for Mac and shotgun. He's really good. He makes good decisions what he's used every to, right? time. He's just he moves around. It's like eight, ten yards a pop. And it almost seems like they spent all this money on these tight ends. And Warren Sharp has been on this from the first week. It's like when they run these two tight ends, they call it the 12, the Pats suck. And then you see it in this game. It's like, oh, there are the two tight ends. Here comes like a, a two-yard loss or an incompletion. And it's for whatever reason they're afraid to let him kind of cook. And I, I don't get it because I think he's had really good moments and he's gone against a Miami defense that's really active, a Jets defense that is weirdly kind of fast for how bad they are. Mm. And then this Saints defense that just eats up the run. You can't run on them, period. So uh, I don't know. I, don't I, like I was. This. I don't like this. I think um, this is a convenient way to not blame your boy Belichick. I ever. I know a lot of Patriots fans like you. They were looking every in and out. To they, you're feeling bad now because it's crunch time and Tampa's coming to town. And he's going to break the record against you. I know. That's going to be a very sad moment. It should be a sad moment for you. You better not be excited about it. But no one could blame Belichick for any of this. I love Tom Brady, and I'll be rooting for him when he breaks the uh, record. I'll be cheering him. He won us six Super Bowls. They're going to stop also, the game. Like, They'll stop the game, right? For that? Here's the, they yeah. stopped it for Breeze. Yeah. Yeah. They'll stop and, it. and by the way, everybody's going to cheer for him because he's like one of the all-time icons in the history of the city. I don't like it. I want you guys to feel some pain. I don't, I don't like this Listen, jumping back and forth. All crap. they had to do was give him a four-year contract and he would have retired as a Patriot. He didn't want to. Mm -hmm. And I, it's not, I, I see both sides of it because whatever. But Belichick didn't think he could play until he was 44 and he did. So I guess mm. you could say Belichick takes the L. Look, I see both sides too. I just want Patriots fans to be more upset than they are instead of cheering for Tom half the time. I was so upset today that I rearranged our six Super Bowl DVDs. <laughs> I had them initially. They were the latest one was on the top, but I switched yeah. it. So I the guess first you one always, was I guess you always get the last laugh. I don't know. No, listen, know maybe like, I don't know. We don't know the answer of Belichick. Is he just getting old? I don't know the answer. Because he he he's not young. Well, ask and at Alex some point Guerrero. you get old. Alex Guerrero has the answer. That's what I didn't like. I didn't like we had to hear from Brady's dad as we get close. Alex Guerrero's got to weigh in. It's like, of course, Alex Guerrero had an axe to grind. They told him to get his fucking TB12 out of the Patriots, right. out of the building. Like, of course, he was going to take shots. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think there should be friction. They lasted 19 years together. That what an unbelievable working relationship. Now mm. this has to be adversarial. Yeah, I don't care about the ad. I don't care about them. I just want the fans to you be just, upset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what I you're want. doing. You know what I mean? I, I, that's I all know I what want. you're doing. I get it. Give a crap about them or Kraft or any of them. Yeah. yeah. Just be um, more upset. That's all I ask. Here's something that didn't make me upset. I was about to have my first losing week, million dollar picks in eight weeks mm -hmm. for Schrager. Mm -hmm. Needed the Ravens to pull off America. All they had to do, we had them in tees. All they had mm -hmm. to do was just win by two. Yeah. Lamar... First of all, delay a game, they don't call. An incredible no delay. Did you notice that? Yeah, it went down to nothing. Yep. It went down to nothing for like a second and a half. And the refs were like, no, it's good. Go anyway. Um, and that Lamar wouldn't have been good from 71. So yeah, it was important. <laughs> yeah, it's <seems> was <laughs> relatively important. Lamar somehow completes the fourth and 19. The guy could run out of bounds, decides not to. He's good. He's going to stay in bounds, try to get the extra yard. He's just run out of bounds. And they bring in Tucker and it's like, what are we doing? This is 66 yards. Even Tucker can't make this. Have you ever seen a football that was kicked by a field goal kicker hit the upright and hit the net? It hit the net. No. I haven't seen it. In fact, I was so used to not seeing it. And I think my eyes are going bad anyway. I thought the refs 
I thought the refs lost sight of it. I I didn't realize <laughs> right. it hit the thing, and they were waiting a good three Mississippi count for it to come down, and they're staring at each other. I'm like, oh my god, are these idiots really going to decide on the spot if it went in? I mean, it was spectacular, and 66 yards, I think, is what if you give an over under of five and a half years, do you think that goes that record lasts under or over? I, I think I think this goes a while. 66. Oh, I don't. I don't think. I, I think this lasts. It would yeah. have to be some sort of super kicker. I was thinking about when we were growing up and there was so much, so much less sports history. Right. And you always heard about the Tom Dempsey Tom kick, Dempsey. right? Tom Against Dempsey, the Lions too. he yep. was handicapped. He had this mm-hmm. special shoe and he made this crazy kick and he did the straightforward kick. And it was this famous replay that we grew up with. And it was like, this is the record. This will never be, nobody will ever do this again. I think it was and the it, oldest highlight in color at the time. It might have been. <laughs> right? and it, it was. I think the greatest wasn't it for the Saints. It was like the greatest moment in Saints history oh, until they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And now, and Tucker, not only was that greater, um, not only was it the gambling moment of the year. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a tough one to top. I mean, every who didn't have? Did anyone not have the Ravens in a tease today? No, everybody had it, and that would have locked, knocked out a lot of eliminator picks, right? Uh, Ravens over the Lions. Um, I didn't love laying the points because the, they, you know, declare like seven guys, some important guys out and coming off a big win uh, against uh, the Chiefs. So I thought there'd be a little bit of a letdown, but my God, they, they just, I, there really should be no argument anymore. Who's the most tortured fan base? Because now, now the Lions have this clip to add to the many, many, many that they already have the Detroit fans. So sorry. I, I think I've made this point on the pod before with you, but when we always talk about the tortured fan bases and it's always Browns, Bills, Vikings are the first three. And then the Lions never get mentioned because they've never even had any playoff. They've never had a Biner fumble. Right. They've never lost four straight Super Bowls. They've never had all the terrible shit that's happened to the Vikings. Yeah, they just don't in the get playoffs. there. Because right. they, yeah. they don't, they really don't have anything. Nobody mm-hmm. can remember anything that's happened. Right. And their fans always get upset that they don't get more credit for being tortured because they're basically like, we're dead inside. We've had nothing to even enjoy or look forward to forever. Now they have to watch Matt Stafford on the Rams. He's going to win the MVP. <laughs> he throw for 58 touchdowns. He looks great. You get to hear every every week about how he went to Cabo with Sean McVay right. and, uh, and got stolen away. And then they got to watch Jared Goff. And it's really unbelievable. Yeah, Poor I mean, Detroit. In a way, it's good for them, right? Like, all right, we're sorry. We're going to give you the recognition you deserve. Like, forget it. Atlanta and, and Buffalo and everybody else can take a backseat for a while. It's Detroit. Well, they had a whole thing at halftime, too. They were retiring Calvin Johnson's number and the fans booed the uh, owners. So it was like the liveliest mm. Lions home game yeah. in a while. And I got to say, like, I wasn't crazy about taking the Ravens and the T's and Schrager was really bullish on it. And yeah. I, I, it was b- between them and the cards. And I just couldn't do the Kyler roller coaster, right. Kyler Cliff roller coaster again. Schrager so the called Ravens. me out. Does Schrager want to fight me or something? I think Schrager, you, fight? He, he you heard Schrager, you made him seem like a Pat's pick lackey. He didn't well, like it. What is is? I mean, that's <laughs> it. You, you picked him to go to the Super Bowl and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. But, uh, yeah, I'm not jealous of your million dollars. I don't give a crap about that. You got you, the dumbest you, segment in the world. We'll have to we'll have to hash it out. Right. Um, the Detroit thing. I don't know where they go from that game because they had two. They had an encouraging Packers performance, right? Mm-hmm. They were leading at halftime, and then it kind of falls apart. But it's like no, no. What maybe the maybe the no falls now they're zero three. What do you do? What do you do now? Now they're in that zone of like, should we just go for the first pick? We're trying to build something. That coach is like a maniac. He wants to win every game, but 
they're kind of the frisky bad team this year. I think that that might be their destiny. For I think so too. And I think Goff is, we can throw darts at Goff all we want. He's, he's better than these other guys we mentioned that are going to end up with three or four wins or two or one or zero, right? I think and these other teams, he's, he still will put together a game or two uh, better than any of these rookies. And I don't know. It just seems, it just seems like they're going to win by accident and they're going to screw themselves out of a top two pick. Yeah, it's it's they're kind of a little too confident to be a bad team. I was wondering about Goff because I was trying to figure out what the Steelers do. And in the NBA, I have a total, complete grasp of the trading rules in the NBA, right? We mm -hmm. have the trade machine, the salary cap. Very easy to understand. You go on spot track and figure it out. In football, it's like harder to land a UFO than it is to make a football trade. Right. So like the Lions took Goff's contract in that Rams deal. And he had all these bonuses and all these things. And right. Do they inherit those bonuses? I don't know. I guess my point is, like, could they trade Goff for Roethlisberger tomorrow? Is that a trade that could even work under the salary cap? Oh Are there God. bonuses on the Steelers side? So I was trying to figure out, like, if you're the Steelers, it, you watch that game today. Trade you can't Roethlisberger. Play, you can't, what could they well, get? Wait, I'm just saying, like, you can't play Roethlisberger for the whole season. The guy can barely do anything. I thought he was one. Of, I thought he was as bad as the rookie QBs today. Roethlisberger reminds me of, uh, and you know, far be it for me to make fun of fat people, but he reminds me of like you're 12 years old and you're gonna go play <laughs> football on Thanksgiving, right? You're right before the meal, and you're out there with your friends, and you have this giant, like, fat kid who could beat you up, right? He could beat everybody up, but he refuses to play the line, and he says, "I'm gonna be the designated quarterback," and they're like, "Oh crap." <laughs> All right. Really? You don't want to block? Like, nope, I'm going to be. And he lumbers right, around Tommy. there. Right, exactly. Fat Tommy can't complete a pass for an hour and a half. And then you leave and you go eat dinner. And that and that's that. And that's that's what Rothless. I mean, he's so immobile back there. It really didn't matter a few years ago. But now when you see guys zipping around like fireflies, it really stands out how bad and how how much Ben Roethlisberger is holding them back. I mean, Najee Harris has to have 100 yards receiving because that's his outlet now. I was trying to think of like the levels of a quarterback being washed up and some of the ones we've seen over the years. And, you know, like Favre had that second Viking season. That first Viking season was great. Got the shit kicked out of him in that Saints game. And then the next year it was really bad. Manning's last Denver season where he just had no zip on the ball. Breeze last season where it was like basically no, nothing over seven yards was even in play. Aikman was be, bad too. Sure. Aikman Aikman's, to, yeah. Johnson, Aikman, everything was a screen. Everything was Steve uh, Young near yep. the tail end there when he had taken a lot of hits. And there's been some bad ones. Like Ken Stabler when he was on Houston going way back was like, I think he had more interceptions than TDs one year. Roethlisberger is as bad as we've seen for like a great guy who's won a, a Super Bowl who has good weapons. But it's this weird mix of like you have this guy who's completely immobile, who just has a bullseye in his helmet, and then an offensive line who can't block for him. You know what might help Tomlin make the decision that there's a meme out there. You saw the meme. Did you see the meme of Ben like dropping back to pass and he just falls? Like that's <laughs> it. That I think is the difference. Like uh, I don't even know. I could tell this story, but way back when Jimmy uh, had my cousin Jimmy had a, a hair person who like really wasn't keeping up with the styles and it wasn't <laughs> until jimmy found out that his uh soon-to-be wife labeled him cotton candy clamshell she said it looks like a cotton candy <laughs> clamshell he's like oh my god there's a name for it she's like okay i have to make a change 
And I think that's what it is. Like, oh my God, there's a meme now. Millions of people watching this. I'm get, I keep getting it texted to me. I can't have this. Tomlin, Tomlin may have to do something. We may have to go to the, the Hodge, Duck Hodges Rudolph experiment again, whatever they have going. Well, I guess they have, what's his name, from Washington, right? Remember we had to screenshot yeah. a text thread about his hair before he believed us how upset <laughs> right. we were about the yes. hair situation? Yes. Yeah, you're right. Maybe the meme will be what puts over the top. My question is, all right, who's out there? And this is where I bring up Minshew every week, which is, I guess, my Sunday night tradition now. But like, just pay, just give a fifth round for Minshew. You just need like a C plus or a C or a C minus. Anybody who can just chuck the ball. You have these good receivers. You have a really good running back and you just need somebody who can actually like move around a little bit because you you can't block. How about someone who uh, there's a chance in, in, in the world that on third and six, he'll be able to scramble for a first down. Like, how about that? Like, let's start there. Even if he can't even throw the ball, like just just that it's the, really the linebackers rough, right? have to be a little bit weary of him running for a first down. Well, at the last five, six games last year, we were like, oh, man, looks like he might be washed. And then all the story, oh, he looks great. He's in better shape. He's like, all right, let's give it a chance. He's got some good receivers. This is done. It's over. There's no going back. It's not going to get better. And I guess if you're the Steelers, now you're in this weird thing where it's like, is there a loyalty because of the Super Bowls? Is this like a John Elway in Denver? Um, Brett Favre in Green Bay, we know how that turned out. But like, does Roethlisberger matter in the same way to those Pittsburgh fans? I'm not positive he does. I think it's a little more conflicted. You know, I know some Steelers fans love him, but I don't think it's like, it's not like Troy Aikman in Dallas. Yeah, right. right. No, I think they'd be okay with it. I think secretly they want him to get hurt, not seriously hurt, but just they want him to hang it up, right? They want him to make the breakup call. But Tomlin, on the other hand, is probably like, you know, I've never done bad with this guy, right? I still yeah. have that thing where I've never gone under 500. It's going to be a little weird starting over with somebody else, We, you know. But uh, this team, it's like that car. It's like the car that has 220,000 miles, right? No, no, we can do one trip in this. It'll be fine. Right. But it's different to this car. Yeah. But the other teams, the other quarterbacks in division are good now, like Lamar and and Burrow and, uh, and, you know, Baker are all better now. You can't get lucky with your defense and make the playoffs at nine and eight. I don't think they can, at least. What would you give me if if we could give it's FanDuel to put odds on Ben Roethlisberger will retire during this season at some point? At some point before the end of week 17, what would you put for odds? I mean, does he have to announce he's retiring? I, just if he's, he can milk an injury for the rest of the year and then just not renew, right? Um, oh, that's interesting. Or that, So maybe it's a retire. He announces he's retiring after the season. I mean, just, just say how many more games he's going to play as the Steelers. I would, I, I, oh, I would all right, say, let's do that. Eight? Oh, I would say less. I think, I think Eight it's starts. Fewer. You think he has seven and a half? Yeah, I mean, I think it's few. I, I I think you have to make it around seven or eight, but I would I would go under there. Hmm. Who's so your favorite AFC team is the bank is the Bills? Yeah, I have Bills Rams Super Bowl. So today today was good for me, but you know whatever. We're still in September. Who do you have for most fun team of 2021 so far? I have the Raiders. I think they've been an absolute delight. Lots of fun, right? Because everyone and their brother apologize for anything they said negative about Derek Carr this week. And then he threw the pick six and it was like, everybody right back on it. And yeah. Fuck you. This oh, guy sucks. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Oh, this is a game they're going to win, but not cover. And I thought it would happen when the dolphins didn't make the two. I thought they wouldn't make the two point conversion. They'll, so they'll lose 25, 23, but instead they lost by a field goal in overtime. So I'm like, all right, that makes sense. We overvalued the Raiders a little, but they are fun. Kyler Murray's fun too. Like we talk MVP all the time, way too much. 
And he's always in a discussion the first month. And there he is again. Raiders tried to give that game away so many times. The guy misses the extra point where it would have oh, been yeah. a two-possession game. Carlson, who's usually pretty good. Did made 24 and, straight field goals. Yeah, but you're feeling good. Goal. You're not even really looking at the extra point with him. And then he misses it. Right. And then you do the math. They're like, oh, so they're only up 11. Awesome. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. this, this, you know, this is rearing its ugly head. So then of right. course, and then the Dolphins come down. The rarely seen, they actually tried the run with under 20 seconds left inside the two and no timeouts. Don't get yeah. it. Have to scramble back to the line and Brissett does. I, I, listen, as I've said many times, I don't mind Brissett. I think he's like, he's that's fine. another one who, if he was in Pittsburgh, would be a huge upgrade over Ben. He's okay. You know, well, and you, he got you, it. He you're made not it the only one who thinks he's okay. Fandle and everyone else thinks he's okay. In fact, the line moved down a little bit when Saw he that. was named quarterback and Tua was out and Tua's out for three weeks or whatever he is on the IR. So um yeah, he's fine. He's he's manageable and he'll he'll stay with these middle tier teams. Vegas lines don't lie. Mm-hmm. When your backup comes in and the line moves toward you, it's usually a sign there might be something wrong with your starter. Uh, We'll come back and we'll do a couple more things to guest Lawrence. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award-winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60 day money back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is simply safe with two eyes, simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like simply safe. Okay, couple uh some house cleaning really quick. I ended up, even though we didn't do Kyler Murray million dollar picks, I ended up betting on the cards today. I couldn't resist last second. I I had them in a couple of teases. Just last mm-hmm. minute, I'd sworn I'm staying away. I don't want to do the roller coaster again. And I got sucked in and I realized like they're cocaine. They're we, I've never <laughs> tried cocaine, but it's like the people who like cocaine and they go back and they're, I'm not going to do it this weekend and then they end up doing it. I think the Cardinals are cocaine. I'm going to call them the cocaine Cardinals from now on. Can't we were going to add them to the, we were going to add them to the 86 Mets stock. Um, <laughs> you should it, just, it just didn't quite make sense. But, were, yeah, I know the entire saying. Cardinals were with Dwight Gooden after <laughs> yeah. uh, the title. Um, yeah, I just, I couldn't resist. I couldn't stay away. I knew it was bad for me and, and I just did it. Um, craziest record. I'm going to give you four nominations. The Raiders being 3-0, Panthers being 3-0, Broncos being 3-0, or the Colts being 0-3. Which one surprises you the most? You had the Raiders before the season. I had the Raiders before. Um, I'm trying to think who the Broncos beat. Based on their schedule, it might make sense. Uh, I got to say, when, I, when I wrote those sense. down, yeah. The, yeah, even though the Colts make sense, seeing the 0-3 next to them was a little jarring. Yeah, because I have the, I'll say the Colts because I had them to win the division. I thought that was screwy, that it was a coin flip against Tennessee who had, had all these additions and won the division last year and it's still a coin flip. But uh, I don't know. I mean, Carson, once, once, once he breaks both ankles, which I feel like you only see in like uh, mobster movies, <laughs> it, like maybe it's, it's time to be concerned for this Colts team. But they were gutty today. 
I like that. I, I bet them today. I thought they would be like an upset team. I, I took the plus money and uh, I don't know, they stayed with them, but not promising. Just not a, not electric. And you keep waiting for Jonathan Taylor to explode. And it hasn't been happening. Seahawks. Would it would should the Seahawks fans panic yet or no? I mean, Seahawks and Chiefs in last place, right? Um, but the no. Seahawks, it's a little worse with how that Titans game ended. And then, yeah, you know, that Vikings team, that was one of my favorite uh, picks of the week. You like the Vikings, huh? I, well, I just, I like the, I think they move the ball. I think they could move the ball against any team. And I just like them getting points at home. That was a great Cousins game. That really was. I mean, that's you're, you're not going to get better than, than him. Yeah, I don't know. Seattle, Um, just well, that was another Hey 19 game where they just never had the ball after yeah. the first quarter. I didn't see them uh, moving it at all. And um, I don't know what's going to be with them. Every game's a, a mystery with the Seahawks, and they can't afford to lose games like this in that division for sure. Yeah, I was trying to think like, so we get to the end of the month and we panic about one team, right? Mm-hmm. One team that we thought was going to be good. I guess that's the Steelers, but did no the Steelers their over under was eight and a half, right? Um, just as like a pedigree team, I think Seattle is the one that I would worry about just because the odds of there being four really good teams in the same division, you know, and right, they they still have to play all those other ones. Well, they play, uh, yeah, the the thir- uh, next Thursday night, they play the Rams. So that'll be... At the Hay 19 team? Is you got to go it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just for, for the people under 30 who don't know That's what the song is. 67. <laughs> this song, if you go on Yacht Rock, there's a one in 10 chance this song is playing. Here. Yeah, I think Mike McDonald's in the background of this. Is he in this one? It's a good one. <laughs> Steely Dan was really good. They're great. That's pro. <laughs> but I, uh, I may not have to hear this ever again. Seattle <laughs> is at San Francisco, and then mm. they play the Rams. So, um, ooh, yeah. Uh, even if they split those, that's not good, right? But that could be a legit one and four. We're now they're scrambling. Let's do uh, guess the lines. Every week we guess the lines. Every year I beat you. And this year you're up two one. Not this after year. After three weeks. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how bad the Thursday night game is. Right. Well, Fox takes over next week, like I said. But yeah, this is a, a bad one with Carolina Houston. And now this one's terrible too. Jaguars at Bengals. Jaguars at Bengals. So they can at least do the Burrow, Lawrence, number one picks back to back years. But these teams are not that fun to watch. I got to say, though, the, the, with Burrow, though, and those receivers, there are signs of something. I don't think they're a well coached team, but it does seem like they've been drafting, you know, in the top 10 for a couple of years here. And it does seem like they have some talent on both yeah, sides. Yeah, it's working. Now. Yeah. If yeah. you can protect Burrow, you're going to get you're going to get an exciting game. You're going to be entertained by the Cincinnati team for sure. If he's not, you know, eating the turf and his co- his coach didn't even defend him this week. He's he's like, "Ah, we're uh, he downplayed the number of sacks. If I'm Burrow, I'm like, hey, shut up already, dude. I've I'm, been I'm sacked like 12 times in three games. What, what's going on here? But uh, would you, just a quick question. Do you prefer when they put the bad teams? Because the idea is you have to play every team in prime time, right? The, the, so you're saying if you Monday put night. the two together, you can get rid of both of them. Like, yeah, like Houston, again. Carolina. Would you rather have seen Houston at Tennessee or, 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 or yeah, get rid of them all at once? I would rather they put the bad teams during the baseball playoffs month, like next <laughs> oh, that's week interesting. when there's like all kinds of baseball stuff. And I don't really care as oh, much about smart. the Thursday night. I didn't think about I, w- I would have actually had a good Thursday night game mm-hmm. for this one. Burrow reminds me of, we both had little boys and little boys are dumbasses till they turn six. But mm-hmm. when dad gets to spend the day with like the three-year-old boy 
and it, yep. it goes surprisingly well, but like two terrible things happen. Like they, mm-hmm. you don't realize that they took a shit in their diaper and it went all the way down <laughs> the back of their shirt. And then there was another thing where they, you were eating lunch with them at the diner and they threw a French fry and hit some old lady in the head. But other than that, it went great. Right, right. Other than that, those two things, your wife yeah. comes back like, how'd it go? And you're like, oh, it went great. Did anything yeah. happen? And you're like, well, two things happen. And then there are two terrible. <laughs> That's kind of what Burrow is like on the Bengals. Was that your parent well, corner? I, was, I no. don't think we were ready for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that <one. laughs> uh, but that's like Burrow. The, he looks great. And then he'll have two throws a game that are like really awful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But he's found this Jamar Chase. I know he's only had four receptions, but that's yeah. his go- he can find him in the end zone. It's uh, it's fun to watch with that LSU connection. Well, I put this squarely in the Vegas zone. My guess was Bengals by five and a half at home over the Jaguars. Um, You... I get this. I went very heavy. I went eight and a half and it's uh, seven and a half. So I was a point off. You were two and two points off. So in the ZFL, mm-hmm. we pick all which the games. My buddy Gus has had forever. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to have this thing called the Oaks game, which I've written about. This guy, John Oaks, who was in the ZFL forever. He would have in any game where like a bad team was favored more by a touchdown. He would just automatically back. I'm taking the other team. Right, right, That team right. should never be favored by more than seven ever in any certain... This, to me, right. is an Oaks game. The Bengals should not be favored by a touchdown over in the league. Don't you think? I mean, they I, are the Bengals. I, I do, but... I don't know. That's, uh, you just don't want to take the Jaguars. rookies have been so bad on and on the road, too. Like, uh, this is a Here's my case for the Jaguars in this game. Mm. It's like, oh, only four days to prepare for the Bengals. Well, Urban Meyer's unprepared every week, so this will be the one week where it works out for him. Right. He's all coaching right. by the seat of his pants all the time. This week it'll work out great. You know what? We don't we don't have to bet it. I know you're it's not baseball playoffs yet, but the Red Sox will have an important game. What against the Nationals or who they play? We can watch that. Dude, we have, I told well, you I, I bet on the Yankees for the to win the series this weekend. I'm not ashamed to admit that publicly. Yeah, but you still want to make the playoffs, don't you? You still no, you I, focus on we the have Red no Sox. bullpen left. People don't seem to understand. Like we're Oh, it's fine. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe they brought in Hernandez yesterday to pitch the Stanton. It's like, who the fuck are we going to bring in? We have yeah. no relievers. Just MVP- walk walk Stanton and try to pitch around Judge next Monday or Tuesday whenever oh you play God. and you'll be fine. Here's the How thing. about do that? I How watch, many times is the same guy going to beat you? I watch an incredible amount of Red Sox. Our mm-hmm. MVP this year, and I say this without hyperbole, was Garrett Whitlock. He, really? He probably swung the season by 13 games because oh. over and over again, he would pitch these high leverage situations and get out of them in the sixth, seventh and eighth innings. And we didn't have him this weekend because he was hurt. And that, and that's why we lost yesterday. And that's why we lost today. He would have right. come in and we would have won those games. I'm betting there. I think your MVP is the Baltimore Orioles. That's who your MVP is. And you <laughs> got three more times. I'm going to, I'm going to lay heavy on the Red Sox this week. I'm trying not to get too upset about the Yankee thing, but I don't like how it's like they, they went three in a row and Stanton hits two home run derby homers and then on the right back it's like, we're back it's a massacre baby yeah. it's like you guys suck too neither of us are winning the world series yeah. let's be honest it's, my Mets try to help you I don't know why you couldn't you uh, did you guys are bad yeah. Sunday marquee game I'm going with this one I had six games I really liked and I picked Rams Cardinals because we have the Rams who are the best team in the league we have the LA Stadium Yeah, we have Kyler Murray and um, Matt Stafford two MVP candidates and we have the Cocaine Cardinals, and that's yep. all we need. Plus, we have the Cliff Kingsbury, Sean McVay, who did a podcast together on the Ringer Podcast Network. Oh, right. That's um, right. Oh, this is great. Yeah, this it's is a great game. Yep. And it's in LA, and I have the Rams by six. You get this exactly. I went low. I said five, 
And um, I guess FanDuel and the books aren't as impressed with the Cardinals as we are. So if you like the Cardinals in this game, I would recommend Cardinals money line with the over. Mm. Because I think that's how they win this. It's like a 38 to 35, 42 to 40. Interesting. It's like, I, I don't think either team is going to be able to stop each other. It's so I've funny seen. that the Tampa Rams game was around 55. I'm like, wow, that seems high. Like the Rams still have good defense, right? And then what was it? It was no scoring in the first quarter at all. And then, and then that went over, right? Or it was over 54. Chargers Chiefs did the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the Cocaine Cardinals today, they try a 67 yard field goal with somebody who had literally no chance to make it. Who was it? Who was I think it was 68. No, it was Prater who had the re- who has the record, but just no. But the, come the, on, the, it was outdoors. He wasn't making that. But Prater has the record. No, I, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm against. There's no it. fucking like, way he was making that. Listen, and they had, and the, I, and the Jags Kingsbury, had their guy underneath like, waiting for it. Yeah. Kingsbury went from this guy should be fired to, oh my God, they might go to the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know what, at some point you can't kick the long field goal before the half. Like Tucker had to do it. They had no timeout. They had to kick right. that 66 yarder. This 68 yard, like you wouldn't kick a field goal from your own goal line, right? Eventually the guy's going to return it. He's going to have a head of speed. He's going to have a 30 yard head start on everybody. Just don't do it. Like they almost blew it. The, and uh, the fact that and the it was Jags a touchdown, couldn't, they couldn't cover after that was, um, that speaks volumes. Like they were way worse than uh, than that final score indicated. If we were sitting next to each other and I paused the game and I asked you a percentage of the the possibility of that kick making, I would have said two percent. Nothing. It's dumb shit all over the place. And Why it's is, like, what are the odds yeah. of what are the odds of the, he doesn't make it and mm-hmm. this guy returns it for a touchdown? I would have been like ten percent, eleven percent. We see this all the time. They, they, these right. field goal kick units have no idea how to recover, how to do. Uh, basically a punt. They don't know how to cover that. I got to tell you. That was idiotic. I I sometimes feel bad that I'm like, well, I didn't play in college. I didn't play in pro. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be talking about all this stuff. But as long as there are morons like Kingsbury, who's going to kick a 68 yard field goal when there's, there's as good a chance that's going to be returned for a touchdown and we can comment on it and we will like, all right, I feel okay. I feel like no people aren't doing their jobs. So they need to be uh, put to the test. If it was in a dome, Mm -hmm. I still wouldn't have liked it. But at least in a dome, it's like, all right, it's in a dome. It carries a little bit more in the dome. But like, fucking in Jacksonville? Come on. That was idiotic. Stupid. Uh, this will be a great game. I can't wait for, uh, I, if people haven't watched the Cardinals this year, I'm excited for you to be able to watch them. All right, the watchables. We have five We have five watchables games and four poop-fected games. So it's really a top-heavy mm-hmm. schedule this year. First one is your dumb team. It's home. Come on playing the uh, Panthers, and we have no idea if your team will be coming off a win or not. Yes, we do. Yeah, they're going to win. Okay. I'm You're very confident? confident in this. I am. Are you? Yeah, I think Why? Uh, I think there's, much like the Titans in the AFC South, the Cowboys are going to, because you know what? I looked at Washington's defense, and I told everybody, I was like, oh, this yeah. might be an overrated unit. You know, sorry, Joe House, but we saw the Bills ate them up, and they didn't look good like last week against the Giants. And I just feel like we by far have the best unit offensively. And now I'm jinxing it because Dak's going to go down with a sprained uh, MCL, and that'll be that. But um, as far as tomorrow goes and the re- near future, I like the Cowboys. So you could clinch the division tomorrow. Yeah, isn't it weird? <laughs> I'm with you. The, the Giants, who I bet on their under, and I'm delighted that I did. They suck. Washington, as you said, overrated defense, not nearly enough explosiveness, and uh, I don't really see a path for them either. So it's between your team and Philly, so we'll know tomorrow night. 
I still like, I like a couple of the units on that Philly team. I like their skill guys. I, I like their front, their kind of front pass rush, front four plus the linebackers. Um, I like their coach who does these weird sports movie speeches before the games. But you should win. You should well, win. Well, here's this the thing about week three it's kind of like week one in that uh, after week three, we'll really become experts again, right? Like we yeah. didn't know what to make of the Packers getting beat up by the Saints and then the Saints losing to Carolina. Like, oh man, I uh, now we need to see three games, right? Like we didn't know what the Bills getting beat by the Steelers. Like if the Cowboys beat the Eagles, like, okay, then, then we're like, oh, we, we get it. They're good. Like the Eagles in week one against the Falcons before we knew how bad they were, they look great. They look faster than everyone else. Jalen yep. Hurts is making smart decisions. And then week two, they're awful. They barely scored in that game. So uh, we do need this one more game to determine um, basically nothing. We still won't learn anything. Yeah, week four is my favorite week to bet, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like the rock, paper, scissors analogy. You brought up the Panthers. I think the Panthers might be good. And you were talking about how good their defense was defense when we were texting good. about it on Thursday. Like, mm-hmm. even with McCaffrey out, I think people are going to be off on them. But that team, that team's good. They fly around. They're fast. They have good skill guys. They're well coached. And now you look back at that Saints game in week two, where the Saints, and then the Saints going to New England. And that line is like suspiciously only pats by three because I think people were fat, the Sharps were factoring in like, hey, Carolina's good. Like Carolina might be a really good team. That's why the Saints look bad. Right. And I think also the Saints losing seven coaches actually makes a difference. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, it's not, not like a getting a staff. substitute teacher in there. Like you really kind of need, it, it needs to work out. Um, and also Cal- I, you're, you're going to bid $28 on Chuba Hubbard this week for sure. Oh, maybe more. No I have the Cowboys favored by three and a half over the Panthers. Um, all right, I get this one. I said five, it's four and a half. I always go a little high with them, but I was off a half. You were off a full point. That's dumb. The Panthers could easily win that game, and that line's too high. I like that McCaffrey's not playing. I'm not going to lie to you. It helps. So I, I think Schrager said this on Thursday. He did a whole thing about McCaffrey. Don't bring him my, up anymore. I'm yeah. sorry. I, didn't, I know you guys okay. have beef. Yeah. Yeah. How McCaffrey's like the Mike Trout of football. He's mm. this guy. He's the number one fantasy guy every year, and people might not be able to identify him out of a police lineup. <laughs> Would you? Do you know what he looks like? Are you confident you could identify him? I think so. I don't He's, have a mental um, image of his face. Um, nobody can Af- name him. African-American guy, kind of like <laughs> mutton chops on the side, right? I don't know. Uh, the, the, uh, the never really had a, a memorable football moment that I could think of other mm-hmm. than in college. Right. Wasn't it that um, snow game against the Packers? Although I think they lost, but then he get down to yeah. the goal line or something. I don't know. There was some. No, you're right. You're but right. then it was all set up for him to have this moment. The team's finally good. And now he's now he's out. Now he's going to be out for a while. Uh, all right. Yeah, next I mean, one. I don't know if there's ever been a player like him that's so highly regarded fantasy wise. But um, I mean, I get he makes all pros and everything. I, I, it's hard to say, but. Wasn't he, Priest uh, Holmes like this, where Priest Holmes was good for the couple sure. years and it didn't really translate to yeah, anything? Yeah, I guess that's yeah. a good, good comparison. Vikings-Browns in Minnesota. I, I, I'll I fully confess, I probably got this wrong because I think the Vikings are better than probably most people, but I had the Vikings by one and a half at home over the Browns. We both had exactly one and a half, and it's the Browns are favored by one. Yeah. Lots see, of love for those Browns. Listen, I'm just telling... You and the and the listeners, stay I will away. be ve- I will be betting the Vikings this week. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I thought you were gonna say stay away. No, I I believe in that Vikings team. Mm. I think they're good. 
I think they can move the ball. The fact that Cook didn't play and Cook was so awesome the, the, in week two and doesn't play week three, they just put Madison in. He's Madison's like 95% is good. Mm-hmm. I like Osgood as a third receiver. They just have, even though he didn't do much today, but they, they just have weapons. And Cousins looks really comfortable. It looks like they can block for him this year. This was the best game for him, for sure. For sure. I, I, I wouldn't he was available on two waiver wires this week. He I picked was? him up in two leagues. Yeah. 30 Including for 38, Arlie. 323, three touchdowns. That's yeah. that's what you think when, when you think of him. Yep. Well, sure. He'll probably be a, a COVID proximity scratch on yeah. Wednesday, and I'll have yeah, to think no about it. Uh, I think that's a dumb line. I think the Vikes should be favored. Yeah. Cousins Shh. had a great game, and didn't Beasley have like 11 receptions or something? Yeah. <laughs> this is the COVID breakout. Yeah. Chiefs. And- are in Philly. And again, we don't know enough about Philly yet, but the Chiefs have to be favored. I probably did this too low. I had Chiefs by five in Philly. Um, I said six and a half. No, you're right. You said it's five and a half. So you're closer. Oh, I win that one. Now, I'm this is interesting with Andy Reid. I guess they're saying he's okay. He's like stable and everything. And he's he's up, not not about, but he's still hospitalized. But this is his old team, right? I mean, yep. obviously. Is B enemy making all the calls? I wonder if that makes a difference um, for this week. That's uh, I can't imagine the Chiefs would lose that game, and the Chiefs are going to go one and three. All right, so that's our teaser team or parlay team. You take that money parlay and you put them mm-hmm. with somebody else that you like and do it that way. Yeah, I will have the Chiefs in something. Yep. I also think they could easily be three and zero. Ravens are at Denver. I believe the Ravens will be favored in this game, and I I. Would have liked Denver a little more. Hamler got hurt. So they've lost Judy and they've lost Hamler. Right. They lost two of their best three receivers. They Only Patrick's really the only guy left. Their running game was was good today, but they were playing a crappy team. Um, Chubb's out. It's a deceiving 3-0, and I think Baltimore has to be favored. I have Baltimore by one and a half. I wonder, uh, you're going to get this. I said Baltimore by two and a half, and it's the Broncos minus one. So maybe that's Ooh. our teaser. Ooh. Maybe we get the full seven there. So you get that. I wonder if the Jets screwed teams up, though. I mean, they screwed up your Patriots, right? By, by you, you can't really play them. It's hard. You got to shower like 35 times um, yeah. to, to get the stink off. And I wonder if the Denver is going to go through the same thing this week. I don't enjoy betting on Lamar. It's If he's behind or if you, if you feel like he needs to actually throw the ball versus like the almond control thing, I, mm-hmm. it's, I just never feel like they're going to move the ball down the field. I was so surprised when he converted that fourth to 19. Yeah, I don't love weird. his decision-making. I love him when you're up 10 with him. Mm-hmm. It's great, although it wasn't great today. But in general, I I mean, Hollywood Brown dropped a couple huge ones for them today, and uh, they should have that game should have been over. But in that situation where it's like, all right, they just need a field goal. Lamar, you got to take him 50 yards. I just didn't think he was going to do it. Yeah, no, he's not one of those guys. One get one drive, give Lamar the ball for sure. That's that's a different. Whereas uh, like Ro- Rogers today, sure. Now he has the history. It's hard to compare anyone to Rogers, but right. If it had been Garoppolo on the other side, I wouldn't have believed in Garoppolo. I just I don't know. Now, I, this will not go well. I'm with you. We should have more confidence in Lamar in the regular season. He probably averages like 12 wins a year, right? Well, he's like. I just think there's certain situations that aren't favorable for him, mm-hmm. but for the most part, he's still like with the fourth or fifth best QB you'd want if you were drafting QBs. Right. It's right. just when when you know he has to drop back, 
I'm not as sold. When mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know what he's going to do play to play, that's when he's devastating. But when in those situations, it's like, all right, he's got a minute. He's got to go 55 yards. I, yeah. I never feel great about it. Well, it helps that he only has to go 35 yards because he's got a kicker who could um, <laughs> launch it from the moon. Jesus. He's the best kicker of our lifetime, right? Well, I don't Tucker, know. Tucker, have you ever been more confident in a kicker? Are you giving up on your boy? I would say Vinatieri's right there. I think Vinatieri's made the be- made the biggest kicks. But Tucker, like when you throw in the his ability to basically kick it into the 60s, I think right. he has to be, he's the most talented kicker ever. I guess so. Do All you right. still have Ray Guy as number one punter? It's been so long now with him, right? I saw Peter King's write up on that. And he listed like seven other punters like that. It could be. But um, that that's what we remember as a kid, as kids. Right? I still have Ray Guy. Yeah. I like Reggie uh, Roby. Well, the watch. Reggie Roby was amazing. Yeah, yeah. he was up there too. Oh. Uh, last one for the watchables. 49ers Seahawks. Mm-hmm. If this was like week 15, we would be saying this is a loser leaves town match. This is a loser might have to think about leaving town match. Yeah. This to me looks like a textbook minus three. 49ers minus three. Seahawks. I got this one. It's at three and a half. And that's what I said. Ooh, not a lot of faith in the Seahawks, huh? I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I I just, uh, some guys off a loss, right? I mean, Seahawks off a loss, Chiefs off a loss should win. Who else lost that should should bounce back here? I mean, I think these are kind of easy. No, we've we've always liked week four. Right. We're going to take one more quick break and then we'll do the rest. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about. Five o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, come back. We had nine games left. We had the barely watchables. I'm putting Bill's Texans in here. I don't really know why other than um, this should probably be in the poop vector. What would you put this? Barely watchables or poop vector? Uh, I, uh, well, since I have, I know your number already. I'll, I'll tell you the odds makers would put this in the, the depths of the poop vector. Okay, I when picked Bills by 12 over Houston. I said 14. I said they're a good two-touchdown favorite. It's 17 and a half. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> good golly. Not a lot of faith in Davis Mills, I guess. So no chance for Taylor? I don't know about that. 
I guess I guess there isn't. Well, what what day was he ruled out this week? Yeah, I don't think we'll see him. I don't think we'll see him. No if chance it, for he, Deshaun. If he's in there, that's too many. That's too many points. No, Deshaun's probably not making it. I think he's going to be sitting this one out again. Yeah. Dolphins Colts, another barely watchable. So this is a loser leaves town match for the Colts because zero four will be insur- insurmountable, and they have a yep. tough game next week too. I had Dolphins by four over the Colts at home. Yeah, you went high on this. I said one, and it's one and a half. Why did I go high? What's good about the Colts? What What have you seen? Their Their quarterback has two sprained ankles. Their coach I think it's pretty close. I, I think the Dolphins are going to be in every every game is going to be the same for both these teams, right? Are you you, you uh, wouldn't you be surprised if either one's up by ten in the fourth quarter? I think it's very close. Kyle, turn the camera on. I got one for you. Uh oh. Is it possible everyone involved with that Eagles win over the Pats in the Super Bowl sold their soul to the devil and that was it? What? Who's turned out well since that Super Bowl of anyone, even in the Philadelphia sports scene? Frank Reich. Oh, and The Colts are like a bottom five coach team. They fuck up every week. Have you ever seen a team? They'll go for it on fourth and two. Oh, Frank Reich's going for it. It's like, oh yeah, Wentz got sacked again. They're going to be turning the ball over. They're poorly coached. And then, like, you know, Nick Foles, Big Dick Nick, what's happened to that guy since then? But you say the entire Philly sport, like ben how about Simmons, the Philadelphia 76ers? Ben Simmons is the process. With the team. He's fine. The process. Fine. We did Simmons wow. and Embiid. We got it. No. Nope. Wow. There stinks all over that. What about the Phillies? What's happened with them? Nothing. Yeah. Flyers, zero. Interesting. Yeah. Right. I think that I think they sold their souls for that <laughs> Super Bowl just to beat Belichick. Take it away from us. Nothing good has happened to Philly since. You know what? It's worth it. Thank you for Philly. Philly for taking it away from the Patriots. They won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles and Frank Reich. Nick Foles is like a third-string quarterback. And Frank yeah. Reich, who week after week looks like he has no idea where he is. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love this. And then it's like, oh, my God, we lost Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is terrible. <laughs> How did they beat the Patriots? I'll never right. get over it. They're still I'll never paying get over a salary. It. They're still paying a salary. There's still $40 million Just one stop. All we had to do is stop them once. We scored like 42 points. We lost Super Bowl. Fucking I love hell. that they're still upset God you. damn it. It's the greatest. So bad. Uh, Packers, Steelers is our other barely watchable. I, you know, I should have put this in the watchable because I think the Steelers are now watchable in like a car crash kind of way. Yeah. I right? mean, you, you said loser leaves town. It seems like it's loser leaves. Not that we cross them off the playoff list, but it seems like loser leaves town for like four teams that are decent. Well, at least we thought were decent going into the season, right? Well, what do, we, do we think 10 wins is the cutoff for AFC? I, I, or would now, you say nine? I, I now think it could be nine and eight. I now think yeah, like... So it's, too, you, it's too early. Well, don't you think like the Raiders could be nine and eight and make it? I think the Raiders are going to go like 14 and three. Oh, wow. All right. Well, then I have uh, Packers by seven at home against the Steelers. And I think we have to strongly, strongly, strongly consider them in a tease at a party. I would have liked it better if the Packers had lost. You're right, by the way. It's six and a half, and I said five and a half, so you're going to get that one. But um, I definitely would have liked it if the Crosby had missed that kick today. I think there would have been an ass-kicking mode for sure. Poop Fecta. Falcons-Washington is our first one. Mm-hmm. Falcons home. I... I I should probably know this. Did somebody end up winning the Falcons Giants game? What happened? Was there a winner? <laughs> they called it off. They called who it off. who won that one? There's just they they both teams left. They just not anyone the at off. the game. Uh, well, nobody at the game won it. Now the Falcons Jesus. Dirty Birds are back, baby. 
This is so going to be a winning winning year now for them. So the Falcons could win this game and be two and two. Yeah. With, I'm going to give you the schedule coming up. I know they have really the Panthers st- twice in like five weeks or something. They have the Jets in London in week five. Mm-hmm. And then a bye week. So they could be three and two coming out mm-hmm. of the bye week at Dolphins, home Carolina, at Saints, at Cowboys, home Patriots, at Jags, home Bucks, at oh, Panthers, man. at 49ers, home Lions, at Bills, <laughs> home Saints. We both had the uh, Falcons over under, I think, was seven and a half. Oh, yeah. Eight, I nine is reasonable for them with that terrible schedule. Who I knows? Had the, I and had they them suck. 11 games. I know they're so bad. They they're so stink. Bad. They could win all these games. And they, but and then again, they were down three to Tampa Bay in the fourth quarter, like last week. Arthur I'm taking Smith them this week. Of course I'm taking them this week. Arthur Smith, incredible offensive coordinator, much like Frank Reich. He's like mm-hmm. kind of the, the new way Frank Reich. Yeah. On the sidelines just looks just has a weird look on his face and the team looks super sloppy and he might have been promoted. A what the hell that. happened there? He's supposed to be an offensive guy. Like Ryan finally has an offensive coach. It's always been defensive Quinn and this guy and that. Uh, and now they can't score points. Like they have to depend on a, a coup field goal at the, at the buzzer. You have Kyle Pitts in the keeper league. Right? Uh, I have Kyle Pitts in my other two leagues. When do we panic about this? I don't know. I mean, he had two catches today. How many yards? Uh, I don't like thirty-two when I, for thirty-five. Uh, well, I spent thirty-three on him, so he's he's at least exceeding that. That's good. <laughs> uh, uh, Bears Lions. Well, you didn't pick a line. You're, you're gonna. Oh, get I, I picked Falcons two and a half over yeah. Washington. I said three. I thought it was a full three, but it's only one. Yeah. Heineke is another one who has moments mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, it's better than Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger is the new Mendoza line. Every quarterback I watch, I wonder if they're better than Ben Roethlisberger. And oh, the answer is usually yes. Yeah. yeah. The answer is almost always yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Bears-Lions. This is in Chicago. Matt Nagy will have yet another week to figure out, um, should he call plays <laughs> that benefit the skill set of his rookie quarterback or just continue to run the offense he's been running the last seven years? I, I'm, on the, I'm on pins and needles. I can't wait. This, you think this could be it for him if he loses this game? Or is it too early? So what, what's next for him if they lose this? What are the next ones? I know we had it by week seven. or I think they have a bye somewhere in there. Well, yeah, there's a bye. So, no, there's not a bye until week nine. Okay, so, it's so home that's Lions. Right. At Vegas, week five. Home Packers at Bucks. Home Niners at Steelers. Oh, my God. So yeah, I think they could I think next week could be it for him. If they lose to the Lions, if it's like a 30 to 7 kind of Lions shellacking, I like this spot for the Lions. I like cuz the, the fans like you are not going to blame Fields for this, right? So if they have another, no. if they lay another egg next week against the pitiful Lions, that, you know, definitely definitely is on the hot seat. Their game plan with Fields today, I, I know I mentioned it earlier. It was, I, I honestly it was stupefying. I can't wait to listen to Jason Goff on the Full Go podcast because he mm. cares about the Bears way more than I do. <laughs> I can't imagine what it would be like to be a Bears fan and watch that game. And it looks like it looks like he found out ten minutes before the game that he was the starter. Right. Well, maybe Bears fans pass pass Lions fans in our pantheon of um, no. Just, Don't get well, carried away. I mean, after Don't get this carried week, away. Let's see. You Saints. hit this exactly. You had, uh, I said four and a half. You said three, and it's exactly three. Yeah, Detroit's a little sneaky. 
Saints, Giants, this is in New Orleans. This line should not be double figures. The Giants do have cheap touchdown potential. And uh, Saints minus eight and a half is my pick. I don't mean to be ignorant here. It is, it's definitely in New Orleans, right? They're, yeah. They're, okay. So, I mean, no, but I mean, they're, they're safely playing there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought both, they were. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think you're right. But they're bo- uh, we both said eight and a half, and it's eight. That seems fair. Kyle and I watched this Pats game today, waiting for Jameis to throw us one. Every time we went back to pass, throw us one, Jay. It's time, Jameis. Here it is. Never did it. He's so weird. It's uh, how many yards passing did he have? I mean, he had not like many. One eighty in that win against the Packers, but five touchdowns. And then today he had what did he have? Did he have like one twenty or something stupid? Yeah, it was less than one fifty. I can't figure him out. I it can't, can't figure the, out what's going the on. The game came down to two picks, mm-hmm. two Pats picks. Titans Jets is our last poop factor game. I th- I went too low. I don't know why. I guess. Five. I haven't seen the lines. Can I change my pick? I don't know why I did. Five. Oh, come on. All right, go ahead. I, I hit it exactly, actually. So I'll give you a chance. And you're right. You did go light. I don't know why I said five. I almost feel like that was a type. I'm, I'm going to say seven. All right. It's seven and a half. Okay. You win it. Close anyway. enough. Three, four. Well, let me count these up. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh to one, God. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's eight, eight, uh, including ties. We each Wait, go back to the Titans. Yeah. That's, that's a. That's a parlay teaser team. I, oh, you think? I'm hesitant to throw a team with a bad defense and a tease, but the Jets are. Yeah, they're not ready the, to win yet. The Jets aren't ready to win yet. They're literally impotent offensively. Right. I mean, they can't do anything. They can't even move the ball twenty yards. I hear you about the defense, though. But how how long can you keep everybody in check on that Titans team? Like, I don't. I don't know. Well, you see, like AJ Brown got hurt today, and then Julio didn't really play in the second half, right. and then the coach was kind of coy about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he had a hamstring. But so, maybe it's a stay. So away. we like the Titans and Chiefs both to win, and they're both in that six seven range. I like the Packers and the Chiefs the most. Okay, I don't see the Steelers with this Roethlisberger situation winning in Lambeau. It's going to be tough. Talk about tough for a team to move the ball. I don't see it. Sunday night, Bucks Patriots in New England. A game so anticipated that NBC came out of a commercial <laughs> with a one-minute-long Adele montage of Brady and the Pats to that hello song. Is it whatever? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Come out of it. Now it's like, oh, yeah. Like, I, really? Do we need the Adele montage? That's that's where we are with the... Just show, show us some Super Bowl highlights. We won six Super Bowls with the guy. We don't, you don't need to, have like, to bring Adele this into game. this. Dude, you don't you don't really have to watch this game. I do, now I'm starting to feel bad a little bit. I mean, you're you're gonna be a wreck. And you're not even gonna realize you're a wreck. I'll take my chances in this game. All right. We were missing some guys today. If we have everybody back, I I think we can hang. Assuming Josh McDaniels isn't like, hey, I'm gonna run the ball into the <laughs> middle of the line again, so it could be second eleven. This Jesus, is a subway Josh. ball. I didn't realize a subway ball. Like one of them should have to give up their endorsement at least. Let's start there. Josh, have some coffee before this one, please. Monday night. Wait, wait, you're not. You didn't guess. You, I mean, you got it right. I don't want to guess. You just. I said seven. No, um, I, I I went high. I was stupid. I went seven and a half, and it's five and a half. You went four. And I a put half. it. Uh, I said four and a half. I put it in the Vegas zone. All right. Oh, so you're, I'm winning you're by up one. one. You're up one going into the last one. I think you get this one, if I remember correctly what you said. The last one is a wonderful 
Wonderful Monday night game. Really nice. And I really do we are do we have wild card baseball on Monday? Do we have play playing games potentially I think that's the when playoffs? It oh, uh, is that if when there's it is? like a tie? It... If there's like a tie for the last spot, we could have a baseball yeah, game that night. That's right. That's right. I think that's a good TV night. I'm excited for it. Chargers Raiders. This is a great game. You know, there's the West is taking care of itself this week, so we're not we're gonna we're gonna be missing a few wins because they're playing each other, but. Both West, it's nice. Cardinals against Rams, Seahawks against Niners, Raiders against Chargers. All great games, I think. I have the Chargers by three and a half. I think I hit yeah. it exactly. Screw you. You hit it exactly. I said four. You win the week. Bill Simmons, the cheater, 10 to 8, <laughs> 2 2. <laughs> I like the Raiders. I yeah, like them I'm- in that game. I think they could win it. I'm not. I'm not jumping off their bandwagon anytime soon. But God, oh man, Herbert was so good though today. You see his numbers? What did he end up being? I had. I watched a lot of that game, and <sighs> I. I swear Herbert's been better than whatever his numbers are for these three games. Twenty six for thirty five, two eighty seven, four touchdowns, no interceptions. And there was a couple like dumb shoot themselves in the foot penalties that pulled back big plays. As always with this Chargers team, so he's good. so good. I was actually Kyle. Turn the camera back on. I I was actually thinking today that the Herbert Tua thing might be football's version of Durant Odin in 2007. Really? That bad, huh? I think it might be that bad. I think he might be like a generationally, I can't speak, generationally really good quarterback. Like he might be the one beat of Mahomes for like the next 15 years. Yeah. And well, Miami took two over him coming off a major, major injury. And he'd had another major injury. And since he's come to the NFL, he's been banged up. And I don't really know what, I know he was great in college, but then all these guys come into the league and they, like every guy is awesome. Every receiver he has is awesome. Every running back, the backup running back's awesome. He's got the best offensive line. And it's like, maybe that's why he was so good in college. Sure. I, from what I've seen, I just don't see it. I haven't seen it for... I didn't see it last year. I didn't see it this year before he got hurt. I just don't see it. And then you watch Herbert and he's like breathtaking. You know, Mac Jones went to that college too. I don't know if you know. It might I, uh, I'm could aware. be the same situation. No, I'm aware. I, I'm I hope you. it's not. I don't think it needs 10 years to play out. I think Tua over Herbert was a bad choice. And evidence of that is that they're offering like eight first round picks for a guy who might be in jail for a year and a half. So I don't know if theoretically right. there. But the other question might be, did the Bengals screw up? By not taking Herbert like that, I think we need to move on to the next thing, right? Now nah, that that was over. never happening though. I Remember, know Herbert. Ne- Herbert this, was a little fun about looking back. Yeah, Herbert was a little polarized, and the reason I was thinking Durant Odom because heading into that draft, even though that was for the first pick, it was a big back and forth of Durant versus Odin, and Odin had some injuries already and had some you know some suspect. Can this guy stay durable? And they measured it; his legs were different sizes. And then with Herbert, it was like. They're, they're going, ah, oh, does he, but I'm not sure in college. Like they, you know, they, it seemed like people were nicking him for dumb things. And with Duran in 07, it was like, oh, he didn't bench that much. He only benched 190. He's too skinny. And it was like, did you guys fucking watch in college? Like the guy was one of the best college players I've ever seen in my life. It was clearly Duran. I had no opinion on Herbert Tua because I don't watch college football. But passing up Herbert and taking Tua, a guy who the line moved toward the backup because he got scratched this week. I, it's like one of the most devastating draft blunders we've had in, in 
decades. It could be. And yet we probably wouldn't have even known about it if it wasn't for a malpractice by the team doctor. <laughs> right. So crazy, right? Like we've seen half a season from him. I don't know how much. But I wonder, yeah, you're right. Like I wonder when they wouldn't have, eventually would have had to just put him out there. Because I was watching that game and it was like, oh my God, the bat, the rookie's playing. He did. He found out 10 minutes before and then remember watching and it was like, wait a second, is this guy good? What's going on here? He's like throwing Stepped lasers. Nice. He throws just an incredible ball. I mean, Mahomes has, he does, he has his own kind of like crazy shit he does. The Herbert balls, him and Stafford are the two where it's just like these 40 yarders are just like these fucking frozen ropes. Yeah, it's, it's really different. Nice. They don't break contain like like Mahomes or, no. or anyone like that. But man, but man, they just you are so confident when they let it fly. And he's got the right receivers this year. It's a really fun team. Yep. Well, that'll be a fun Monday night game. All right. Coming up, uh, we're gonna do parent corner. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions. But right now I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I understand that some things you just want to keep private. Maybe it's something you don't want anyone to know, or maybe you think it's something minor, so why bother? But if you keep everything bottled up, if you let those emotions sit there and fester, it could be really, really bad from you. Sometimes it depends on what kind of family you're from. Like my dad's family is one of those, they bottle everything up, bottle everything up, and then they all just get mad at each other. Listen, talking things through is more helpful than you think. If you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend some therapy. Think about the things you can get out of therapy. First of all, a sounding board. You can learn better coping skills. You can learn how to set some boundaries, maybe how to empower yourself a little better day to day. And if you want to give therapy a try, well, I have an answer. Better help. A convenient and flexible way since it's entirely online right now. It's easy to get started too. You can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Bill Simmons today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Bill Simmons. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by Nissan, the Nissan Pathfinder, ruggedly redesigned and rebuilt for families that know how to embrace outdoor adventures. Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Sal, you should get this car for your son. I'd love to find out more about this Nissan Pathfinder. I exist? wonder if Nissan could help you. Oh, I yeah, don't you, so. Wouldn't you get one for your son? I would, but it sounds like such a great deal. They might be out of cars, but I'll try. Maybe they're out of cars. All right, you should try to get this. <laughs> Um, all right, Parent Corner, you go first. Uh, all right, first of all, I want to say uh, my uh, my seven-year-old is doing kid pitch, kid pitch baseball. This is the first year, seven years old. That's when you do it. Machine pitch was so much nicer. The balls, it comes in as a strike. You can go to the batting cage and, and kind of see the same kind of pitch you'll see from a machine because you're also hitting off a machine. When they turn seven, it becomes kid pitch. Now, I want to say 
And it's not just because some of the fathers listen to this podcast. I love all the fathers and the kids involved with this kid, this team. I hate seven-year-old kid pitch. I was there for two hours today and it was four pitch walk after four pitch walk after four pitch walk. And not only that, it was the pitcher throwing the ball to the backstop, the catcher retrieving it and him throwing it to the pitcher and it going past the pitcher and the shortstop retrieving it and him flipping it back to the pitcher and it going back to oh, back to the, the catcher and the shortstop are having a catch for an hour and 15 minutes before we see a second pitch. And it's just so many walks and it's crazy. And I was like, I, I just want my kid to strike out like umpire call a strike. I don't care if it bounces twice before it hits the plate. Kid pitch seven years old should not be. I'm sorry. It should be at the very least. It should be five kid pitch. And then coach pitch for pitches like six, seven, maybe get three more pitches or something. But kid pitch is infuriating beyond belief, and especially when there's NFL games going on. There you go. I would ban all youth baseball until the kids are nine. I think it until should nine. be banned across the board. I think it's a yeah. complete waste of time. Uh, for what you just mentioned, then when they a year later, then all of a sudden kids can steal bases and there's the two kids on each team that just right. they just run around the bases. It's like, this isn't baseball. What are we doing? That's a big year. This sucks. That's a big year. Eight to nine. You got to get it. You got kids trying out pitching. They have to let them pitch, but they have no interest in pitching and they're not even close. I mean, how many times can you say, just just hit the glove, Owen? Just hit the glove, Owen. Like, no, good, no. Good. Right, good. Good, good one, Owen. Good strike. Good job, Owen. Good well, that strike. was only eight feet out of the strike zone. Good job. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and it, the only guy having a worse time is the umpire. Yeah, right. He wants the umpire is like, there. why am I here? What am I yeah. doing? <laughs> um, I think I I just don't think we should have baseball before age nine. And if if your kid is remotely a good athlete, they're going to be able to figure it out on the fly when they're nine. Just let them hit it's, off the machine one more year, right? Yeah, or do that. Do nine. something. Yeah, do machine. Yeah. Do tease. Whatever you need to do. But yeah, yeah, kid pitchers. I'm with you. Um. So my son, who's a ball buster in kind of your vein, mm -hmm. right? Uh, loves fucking with everybody. <laughs> he had uh, his, his girlfriend that he's been dating the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. He was out, out, out and about. And he did a thing where we told him like, look, when you're out, you can't, your phone can't run out of batteries. You can't have a phone your phone's out of batteries and it's like, sorry, my phone ran out of batteries. I right. couldn't get a hold of you because like, what happens if you get lost? What happens if you get kidnapped? What happens if mm -hmm. you get accidentally hurt? Like we have no way to contact you. You're not leaving the house again and doing this. And we have that life 360 thing. So I, I can only see say, how much phones have, left. You have yeah. to find your phone. Yeah. So he's out They're out walking around doing whatever they do. And his, his phone's out of batteries. So I get mad. I go and I drive and I just drive around until I actually find them. And I'm like, hey, your phone's out of batteries. Like, let's go. We're going back to the house. <laughs> wow. So his his new girl, who's never really been at our house, she, and I was like, can you call your parents and see if you can come over for pizza? Mm -hmm. She calls the parents. They're great. She can stay for dinner. So now we're back in the house. And my son is like, oh, shit. And I could see him calculating all the ways that I can now fuck with him Cause I'm with him and and this girl that he likes, like all mm -hmm. the all the ways he would fuck with me. Now right. the reverse I can do to him, mm -hmm. and I see a, a tension with him that I've never seen before. Because wow. you've met you've met him, he's like yeah. big swagger kid, and now he's like on his best behavior, and I'm loving it. So we get pizza. My dad and my stepmom are here, and my and my daughter, and we're all at the table, and we're sitting around, we're having pizza, and they're asking her questions, 
And he's just sitting there and I've never seen him behave like this ever where he's just, can I have the red pepper? And I'm like, A, this is hilarious. And then B, he's just terrified I'm going to make some joke. <laughs> so I didn't do it. And neither did my dad because my dad, we had the same ball busting thing. Right. And we were very nice and we left and we were like, hey, that that was your one free one. Nice. It's It's going forward. We're going to we're going to be making fun of you in front of her. So just be ready. Wow. But it was so nice to have, I don't know if you have this, your ball buster son is the yeah, middle one. Yeah, yeah. Power's a great thing. When <laughs> when you can flip the fucking power switch on them yeah. and you're in control, it was great. I've never seen him act like that ever. It was awesome. And uh, I hope they stay together for He'll a while. He'll flip it back on you. That's good, that, that's good that you did that for him. But he will flip it back. You'll be shivering in your boxers outside demanding to get in the house at some point somehow. <laughs> I had so many things, so many one-liners. Like, did you, did you tell her how you didn't brush your teeth for two weeks, six uh, months ago? <laughs> like, <laughs> until we forced, we put toothpaste. On, like, just so many nuggets. I was ready to give, and I just did it. I kept it, kept them all to myself. Good, it was great. I hope this works out for you. <laughs> I hope the Nissan works out for you. Today's parent corner is brought to you by <laughs> Nissan. The Nissan Pathfinder, which Sal would love to get for his son Archie, will get you back outdoors. From sailing to windsurfing, wakeboarding to snowboarding, or whatever happens at Manhattan Beach, mm -hmm. return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder, which Sal would love to get for his son. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Sal, what do you have to plug? Uh, against all odds, extra points, minus three, lemon pepper parlay, all on extrapoints.com. We also have free-to-play games at the extrapoints.com arcade. Yes, all your sports gambling needs. Fox Bet Live is on Mondays and Fridays. They figured it out, Simmons. They're putting us on Mondays and Fridays, and it's me, and it's Clay Travis, and it's Alex Curry. So I'll be so, on today. So that's the schedule from now on, Mondays, Fridays? That's correct. I think that's actually better than doing those specials and just appearing for... No, well, we're, we're doing that too. We're, we're going to be on like 40 tentpole days around the big events, but we are on every Monday and Friday during the regular season. What kind of money did Harry lose on the Ryder Cup? <laughs> I think he won money. He lost a lot of money on Sam Darnold. I'm in a I'm in a tough spot here because he hates Sam Darnold. He inexplicably hates Sam Darnold, and it makes everybody around us uh, root for Sam Darnold. Now Sam Darnold's going against the Cowboys. I think I'm rooting for Sam Darnold. I like Harry being upset. Well, that's that Dick Gene we were both talking about that's that right. we both have. All right, Sal. As always, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. This podcast was produced by Kyle Creighton. And, oh, new rewatchables coming on Monday. I am not on this one, but we're doing train spotting. Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald, so be ready for that one. I'll be back on this podcast on Tuesday. Don't forget to check out the Prestige TV podcast. Sal, we did the Tony Bobby fight on oh, Friday. Me, Van, and Waz. Like the most underrated Sopranos great episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Under the boardwalk. <laughs> get it. He's singing. Like, making fun of his sister. Janice the dick in her mouth. He's The greatest. Uh, you check that out. We got to do a Sopranos Hall of Fame episode. Let's do it. I know you're I'm, doing 100 podcasts. I'm up We got to do one. J just what get would me be, in there. What do you, it can't be Pine Barrens. What would you do? Which one? Oh, man. I, honestly, I, I watch clips on like Facebook and Instagram every single day. And I, I do want to talk about the movie. We'll be able to talk about the movie next week, right? Right. You'll, yeah. You'll we'll talk about it, the so movie that, next that'll week. That'll be exciting, too. I, I'll pick one out. Uh, All right. Pick one out. a million good ones. Yeah. You tell us. All right. We'll see you in this feed on Tuesday. Thanks, Seth.
This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. What you use in your personal care routine matters, so upgrade your lineup with Dr. Squatch. They have high-performing natural products with no harmful ingredients. That'll have you looking and smelling your best, like their wood barrel bourbon bar soap and lotion or their bay rum deodorant. They even have some limited edition soaps like their Avengers and Star Wars collections. Those seem like they'd be fun to try. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or a subscription order by going to drsquatch.com slash Simmons or use the code Simmons at checkout. 